Hey y'all, it's Chapo. Got a few minutes, so I thought I'd come on here and share my thoughts on some headlines or some stories or some, I don't know, things that are just making its way around the news and, uh, you know, just tell you all how I feel about it because some of these headlines, child, just been tickling me, tickling the hell out of my ass, like, uh, this Jen and Ben situation. Oh, Lord. Are we really back on Benifer? Child, I said, listen, this one I know is getting bad for Jennifer. Come on, y'all. Yes, she's Jenny from the block. She was going to be Jenny from the block. But, child, Jenny, like, when it comes to skeletons or clowns, and when it comes to how many marriage, one, two, three, four, I mean, other than Mark Anthony, who was, who was an ex-husband, who had a string of ex-wives. I mean, hell, by the time he got married to her, I think he was damn near, he had, like, one foot still in the other marriage while he had another foot in the marriage with J-Lo, okay? And I personally think that, even though the height ratios was a little off in the relationship, you know, that Mark was one of those, like, he gave her, he gave her, I think, what she uh, didn't have. I think that's what Mark came in and said, let me tell you something, you want to sit down here with this with this puffy shit, you want to sit down here with this shooting in the club with shine shit and all of that, you need to get back to your roots. You need you a motherfucking Latin nigga, you need to sit your ass down and be my wife, okay? And he probably sang it when he said it, hey, we I love me some damn Mark Anthony. Child, I don't care what they say about Mark. Sometimes Mark, Mark's so passionate when he fucking sing. You, you don't even have to know what the fuck Mark is saying. Mark Anthony starts singing, your whole soul come alive. You just be like, oh my God, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. It must be about love, a revolution, nigga. I don't know what we're singing about. And sometimes you do, but sometimes you do. You know, if you understand the language and stuff, but music is universal. And he just always had effect on me, you know. And so when I look in his little glossy eyes, when he used to come on stage and he just be on fire, you know, the man is just the energy. He's an entire mood. I don't care what you say. The man is a mood. No matter how small that man is, he's a mood. Okay? And no matter how glossy and red his nose used to look and shit, and he used to look like he had the sniffles. I don't care how much coke that man used. Bottom line, at the end of the day, boy, you would sing the fuck out some songs, boy. If, if, if that's what Mark needs to sing like that, nigga, then just look the other way while Mark does his lines. If Mark does lines at all, I don't want even to even, I don't know. I can only assume. Okay? But back to Benefer. Child, what are we doing here? Child, how did we get back here? Is that what we're doing now? Is that what we're doing now? Recycling the exes? Child, I know there's some people that do it, but Chapo don't do that shit. Only because, I, for the most part, I feel like exes are exes for a reason. I feel like most people haven't really changed. Okay, and, and, and it's not impossible to change. It's just as an adult, especially when you're stuck in your waist for a certain amount of time. You know, if, unless you're saying to yourself, hmm, I'm a really fucked up person. I'm really, you know, I'm a grimy bitch or I'm this, you know, super loser guy and I need to clean my act up. You know, maybe I, my ex was right or my mom was right. You know, unless you have one of those window moments where you say, yeah, I'm going to clean myself up. For the most part, most people don't change. They have to want to change to change. So this is why I don't really do exes because, yeah, even though you ain't see each other in a while and it's like, you know, every time an ex sees you, right, ladies? Like, every time they, they see you, they always have to stop. They stop like deer stuck in headlights. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe that. One, you're still alive, but not only are you, did you manage to survive after me? That's how they have the audacity to look at you. Not only, oh my God, it's you. It's you. The girl that I was with that we broke up, we're not together. Not only are you still alive and you managed to survive this car accident or relationship that we have, but you look great and you're, and you, and you know, your, your life is with you. Meaning like, you know, you got like, not a cloud hanging over you, but like sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and shit falling over you. And they're in awe at just the fact of, oh my God, you're still here. You're still making it. Yes. Hello, bitch. Hello. Hi. Okay, those moments I'll live for. But after that, nigga, I'm in hell out of there. But not Jennifer. Jennifer is going back, honey. And you know what I think it is with Jen? <clears throat> I think what what is it? She done ran. She she child. She 
She's fresh out of fucking luck with these people. Okay? And and when she and A-Rod, when A-Rod dumped that bitch, I said to I said, what I seen A-Rod running, I said, wait a minute. Rod. You know, I know, because wasn't there a Jeter? Wasn't she with Jeter at one point? The bitch was with too many people. And I'm not trying to play her like she's a slut. Okay, we don't say slut anymore. On my show, we're gonna say slut. Okay? And not because cause I'm saying she's a, you know, trollop or anything like that. But, boy, I said, at this point, what is she marrying for? We marrying for, like most people do, for a come up because her money's getting low. And she just, she just Jennifer always needs to be with somebody. That's my understanding, okay? And she, she just... She just never can't seem to fit in a groove well with someone. And if she does, it's only for a short time. So when she got with A-Rod, I said, Lord, the man proposing. She said, yes. I said, oh, wow. Now, again, another Latin connection. I said, well, maybe that's going to be good for her. But it seemed like when she was with Mark, maybe back to the roots, you know, the, the cultures uh, blending and, you know, being one and all of that. Maybe this would be better for her. Child, before the man, the man came out, his fucking the fog of smoke or whatever fucking uh, voodoo and santeria the motherfucking bitch done put on the nigga. She done came, he done came out the fog after he done child and said, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I'm about to do what? And he probably realized, that, you know what? They probably couldn't agree on. Maybe it was prenup. I don't even know. All I know is they did not make it to the altar. And I have a feeling like when that happened, when it happened, when I seen that, I said, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he rod said, no. A-Rod said, no, the carrot was big, the thing was big, they looked good together, but something wasn't right, nigga said no, and it just seemed like she was quiet, she quiet, she quiet, and then rebound, and who is she rebounding with now? Fucking Ben Affleck. (laughs) Do not get it twisted, Ben is my nigga, but damn, at this point in his life, Ben is washed up, Ben was so fucked up after Jennifer Lopez that he went and got with the other Jennifer, what was her name, Garner? I don't know, please don't quote me. But remember, he got with her, and then they got married, and then that didn't work. That was a rebound, okay? And I feel like she do something to some of these niggas. We all know Puffy said he wouldn't care if she was married and had 100 kids. Like, he always going to love her. He's always going to love her. And so maybe that's the same thing with Ben. Maybe after, that's why I said, you know, guys have this Vertigo thing. Vertigo, Alfred Hitchcock movie uh, where the guy pretty much had a fear of heights and stuff. But... Even before that, there was a girl he was dating. She mysteriously died of falling off again. Some coincidentally, a high point, a high place, or some kind of a tower of some sort. And ever since, you know, he was one rattled of the fact that she died from his biggest phobia, and then second that he just missed her so much. And he found a girl that he felt looked just like her. We, I mean, if you know the movie, you know how it ended out, who she ended up really being. But he found a woman looked just like her and started to just kind of. Like a little build me an ex, you know, like build a bear, like rebuild my ex station and try to, you know, make her wear the same suit and dye the hair this way and walk this way and talk this way. And that's why they say men usually have a vertical complex where like they try to get the next woman to be as close to like Kim K, for instance, and Amber Rose have the same birthday. You know what I'm saying? Most people would say like Kanye, that's that's a little a little vertigo ish. You know, some people do these things. Or like I see Kenneth Babyface Edmonds in the news now getting divorced after being with his wife for seven years. But when I took a quick glance at his current wife, I said, wait a minute, this is, this what, you, what do they mean for seven years? I said, isn't this the main wife, the first wife that he was on the face records with? You know, the one, the Tracy, I think her name was. I like get that, Tracy. I look twice. Bitch, no, that's not Tracy. But the man clearly has a type. Okay, and we could look at stuff like this with Nipsey, uh, with Laura Linden and his first uh, child's mother. She called herself China Hustle. 
right? Because they're not exactly there. Of course, they can never look alike. Lauren is one woman, China is another woman, but you could see similarities. You know, some people, they have like a, a type or they, I, I, men have vertigo-ish type ways, okay? And that's the thing that I think uh, is, 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 is what happened with um, Ben after Jennifer, with this Jennifer thing. I don't know, didn't worry about it. But, so now here we go. We got, so I see this child. I see the picture. They was talking about they mansion hunting and stuff, and they were showing public displays of affection. Ben, look at this point in his life. Like, he don't, he's washed up. No disrespect to Ben. He just looked like at this point in his life, he's washed up. He's clearly not, this is not Pearl Harbor days, okay? This is not, uh, I want, I, was he an Armageddon? <laughs> this is clearly not Armageddon days, okay? The man clearly almost looked washed a little bit. You know, his face is not as smooth as it used to be, you know? And here comes Jennifer. They, they both look like they, they look like they're middle-aged, and they're just trying to figure out what, what else to make of their life now that they're not as hot as they used to be anymore. Not to say they don't still have loyal fans, but shit. He came running. Now, what did she do? Call him and say, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed, Ben. All my relationships never work, and they're always laughing at me, and I need a friend. And he said, oh, my God, this is my moment to jump back in. Jen, I'll be there in a hurry, and I'll bring my kids or whatever the fuck. And that's exactly where the hell he been. I just don't want my boy Ben to get hurt again because you got to watch out for that bitch. That's the only thing I'm going to say. You got to watch out for her. You have to watch out for it. You just have to. You know what I'm saying? She have a running track record, okay? And she seemed to keep making up with, you know, she did tune-ups on her body and all this. She keeping up with herself, but she's always looking for the next suspecting victim. And now it's Ben and Jen. She holding on to him like, I don't know. Maybe she realized that's the one she, the child, I don't know how to tell you. I can tell you. Ben and Jen. So now, who's next? <clears throat> that's enough of them. All this damn, I done spent damn near too much time talking about these two. Who else was just in this news? Ooh, little Dirk. Oh, child, little Dirk. You know, but all these shootings going on. There was, there was a shootout in his house in Georgia. They killed his brother. We already know. I mean, if y'all was following the story, we already know this King Von B still hot. I don't know how in the hell. I don't know how the hell Chicago rappers is still either once connected to Chicago. I don't know, this shit just crazy. It seemed to be a trend now to see my in my day. The rappers, uh, pretty much for the like DMX. DMX actually lived with that. He talked about, and Fifty did really get shot nine times. You see, but even Fifty got a, a reputation of being called a snitch in the hood because every time he used to go back to the hood, especially by Queens area, he used to have NYPD and law enforcement with him. But at the same time, it's because he understood he still had problems in the area. You know what I'm saying? People ain't like him. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily because you want to just be like, I snitch and I'm with police. But at the same time, he had the sense to just be like, when I come around, you know what I'm saying? I know where I am to just do whatever. My point is, they, my rapper generation, they lived in the lifestyle, but they had a way of taking themselves away from it and out of it. Where it seems like, y'all, this generation of these rappers, they, my God, they're not even making it. We, what did we lose? We, we, lost, we, we lost Big L, we lost Tupac, we lost Biggie. You know, but, but those was different. That was a different time, and even those things didn't make no sense. These days, y'all motherfucking rappers is dropping the fuck out. If they ain't dropping out, like, from weird shit, like Juice World from Pills or something, they, they're dropping out from either being killed or some situation like that. I'm like, what in the motherfucking world? What kind of trend is that, you know? Or your NBA young boy. Okay, NBA young boy. You're not going to be broke again. But I'm trying to figure out when you and he need, nigga, nigga, nigga need to say never dumb again. When you going to stop being dumb? You know what I'm saying? I say every time you turn around, y'all just sitting there. You can't just sit in there. It's something wrong. Yeah, I heard them say, you know, you could take somebody out the hood, but you can't take the hood out of them. 
Something's wrong when your lifestyle done changed. Something's wrong when God done blessed you or whatever you feel it was blessed you, the universe or your dark Satan or whatever the fuck it is they be worshiping them up there. You know, you finally get on and you still just be attracted to shit that have nothing. Why are y'all still entertaining this lifestyle? That's why I don't like gang and all this other bullshit child because at the end of the day, you'll be over here. You see, all the way here could have the potential to be on red carpet, getting G5s, all kind of shit, G-wagons and shit. All y'all want to fucking do is sit up here and just make videos on y'all own independently and then go shoot out. You know, dumb shit like that. Niggas can't even go to the mother. Who was that? What's it? Um, <clears throat> Boosie? They shot at Boosie shit. I'm like, what the fuck going on? You can't even go shoot a video these days and be a motherfucking rapper with. Y'all need to sit down. You know, so I seen dirt. And I looked at his face, and I told I told somebody recently. I said, "Look at Dirk." I mean, when I was following Dirk before before Dirk and Dage, bro, where he was over there just doing his own thing independently in Chirac with the drill music, and everything would happen now with Vaughn and all this. People saying he sacrificed. This industry is different, you know. Whatever you believe with that story, whatever you don't believe, all I know is if you look in that boy's eyes, he's gone. You know, the eyes are the window to the soul, and, and dirt gone. It have nothing to do with that blonde hair. Look at him. If you know that man from back that day, look like case of the body snatchers. It's almost like the lights is on and ain't nobody home. He gone. That boy gone. You know what I'm trying to say? And, and, and uh, we ain't no telling what else is going on with that. But, boy, I tell you, when I be looking at these young kids, I'm like, golly. If I, was a, if, I was, if I had a young daughter and she was telling me she was dating somebody out in Chicago, a drill child, I would have been like, no, we, we, we're moving to space, bitch. We're get on. Mama, you ain't even got no rocket. Well, a bitch going to find a motherfucker. We're going to fucking build one. Shit. Well, I'll just get a submarine. We're going under. We're just going to go under the water. <laughs> like, the fuck? Don't you break no nigga like that home here. Look at Dirk. Dirk looked at his shit. What else? Ooh. Oh, yes, Americans, Americans, Americans. This is my last thought real quick because I feel like I'm going to be back on tonight. But I, I got to take a quick break after this. And um, Americans going back to work. And you have half the Americans is upset about the other half because either started going back to work or maybe they was essential so they never got that real break. I get, I get that. My break came because I have a child. I decided I'm not even coming back out here. I'm staying home with my child. But I'm, I'm happy. I've been happy ever since. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay? Like, I just want him all up under me and me all up under him. But some people, you know, is taking their time to go back to work for other reasons. Like, maybe they still haven't figured out things. Like, maybe they're going to put the kids at. Maybe they're just still loving the benefits that they are uh, um, getting and stuff like that. And so other people are calling them lazy or lazy Americans. But... In my opinion, like I said in the previous episode, they didn't choose that life. That life chose them. Did nobody act for a global pandemic? Did nobody act? Some of these people uh, lost jobs that even though they sitting at home in unemployment, I heard people say even on unemployment, they still couldn't make enemies. It was better to have the two jobs that they had to, to make enemies than they didn't. Okay. But never in the history of America, other than maybe when the stock market crashed or something, did you really see, not since I've been born and alive in 36 years, have I seen Americans actually get the time off to pull the plug and take a motherfucking break? This country works too motherfucking hard. I worked in the airport and every summer in the airport, internationals was coming in and they would have voucher from their company, voucher from their job, sometimes even whole credit card, like an expenditure. When they get vacation and when they go on break from vacation, they break, nigga. Like they go on vacation for three months at a time and they fly in and they say we're going to spend a month in america and then we're going to go to canada and then we're going to come back here to america again and spend like half the time between california and miami and then in, at the end of the three months we're going to return the rental because they're renting for a month how they can afford it the company give them voucher voucher to pay for the for the car voucher to pay for the rental car i'm talking about voucher to pay for the hotel then i'm certain countries
countries, even Hispanic countries, their their country give them why they have one month or thirty day vacation, forty five day vacation. They give them a credit card, not even the the company, but the country give them a credit card where they can use anywhere in the world to travel and just travel. But they have to use it before the end of the year because the lady said to me, "Well, I'm returning the car after the new year." So it was like she was renting it for the holiday. Um, season like she was renting it from thanksgiving on here in the states she was like but this credit card that i'm using for my country she's like it expires on this day she's like so i, I want to use the car past the first she's like but i'm using this car to pay for it and i have to I was like, well why you don't just tell them give you a new card you know and then you could just well before you left why you didn't ask she was like oh no it's not like that. It's my company card she's like i got a year of expended um the country gives you the card it's like a stipend you know what I'm saying? And it's for vacation purposes. I'm on vacation. I have to use it all up before the end of the year. When the hell America ever gave anybody this? I used to do taxes for h and Block. The African guy came in and he sat down and, and he said, you know what? I'm going back to my country. Then find these taxes. I'm going home. He said, my sister and my whole family said, come here. Come to America. Everything's great. Everything's wonderful. He said, I did. He said, but y'all work too hard here. He said, and then for the money that y'all, some of y'all don't even, even if you own a home, you don't own the land. He said, I can own land where I'm from, build on the land, and it's my house is going to be there from time. He said, as a matter of fact, I have a woman there, a lady there. She's waiting for me to come back. I just want to tie up my loose ends with these taxes here so that if I come off the plane in like five years to come back, visit my family, they don't try to take me and talk about tax evasion and all that. And all this, right? Then he said, you know, your country have tax. My country don't know what tax is. Some people in the country don't even pay no tax. Okay. Some people in certain countries, the education is free as far as going to college. And they don't have to pay. They probably have to pay for college. I think in China, that thing at one point or someplace, they was paying only for high school and college is free. You have to understand this. As much as we say we're the best, we're the most hardest worked with, with, with sometimes the least paid, sometimes least to show for it. Even think we're this greatest standing nation, not even the best health care. You can't even get sick and be afforded to be sick in this country. So in my opinion, if we got a fucking break that we didn't ask for, or if people got a break they didn't ask for, especially being Americans, let them live. Let them live. Let everybody live. Everybody's going to eventually have to get pushed off of these systems and back into the real world. But in the meantime, let everybody take their time. A lot of families done got closer during that time. That wasn't terrible. Everybody know Americans and their families can't hardly sit down and eat at a table because everybody was running this way. You already ate. Well, I cooked. Well, I already ate. Well, I'm going out tonight with them. That I can't even sit down. Coronavirus, everybody had to, you know, got a chance to sit down. You know, things of that nature. So it's okay to sit down, America. That's what we needed to sit down. We can't sit down forever. But I think everybody at some point need to just sit their ass down. You know, some people say some people found new skills and hobbies of their own and just expanded the fuck out of their minds. Like, I don't know, all this time I had, I just started doing this and I look how crafty I am. You couldn't see how creative people was getting, you know, during the time. So let America have a break is pretty much what I'm saying. <clears throat> they get there when they get there. We already know living in America, you got to work, bitch. And you can't be sitting there not doing shit forever. First time in history, they telling you your rent is secure. This, that. Come on, give. they needed a break. They didn't ask for no pandemic, but we damn sure needed a break. The fuck? Hustling and bustling nine to five and all this fucking shit. Even student loan getting a break. When we going to get a break? We needed a break. I'm sorry, you know? So if you got the break, great. If you didn't get the break because you was essential. I was essential up until I, I, I had I delivered my child. Then the essentials was doing what they needed to do. Thank every essential because we all needed you. Nothing to be upset about. But the rest of them is going to jump back in the game when they're good and ready. No need to be rushing nobody, child. Especially when whatever vaccination is out here now is now automatically can't, you know, save you from Delta variant. You know what I'm saying? So y'all still don't not logically know what's going on. And yes, things are opening. Yes, school's going to be back in session. Yes, some people are getting vaccinated. But then meanwhile, if you look overseas, Delta variant is destroying a lot of country, 
You know what I'm saying? And these, and these countries are still open. This country is open. And people still flying internationally and abroad and on plane and crap. So, you know, we do everything these days at our own risk. There's no need to be rushing unless you absolutely have to and you have no choice. Other than that, sit your ass down. Don't let, don't let nobody rush your ass into coronavirus, Delta variant, all because they told you get up now. Take your time. On that note, I love you all. And I'll see you all next time here on Chapel's Contara.